It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another Renthal Reaction podcast. Thank you for liking these. Thank you for listening to these. And uh, super appreciate the folks at Renthal making them happen. Renthal.com for all of your handlebar needs, grip needs, sprockets, chains. Renthal.com, more more titles than all the other brands combined. Whether it's the old 7-8s bar, a trusty old 7-8s bar. Whether it's the uh, twin wall bar, the fat bar, the fat bar 36. Renthal.com has got you covered with those. Also, a ton of grip selections as well. And chains and sprockets for all sorts of models. When uh, Team Honda... Chose Renthal in 1986 with RJ. They've never gone to another bar ever since then, so that says something right there. Uh, so thanks to uh, Renthal. Please check them out if you need something. And they got a really cool chart on their website for bar bends and uh, the heights and the, the widths and everything else. So uh, check that out. And with me to discuss Jeremy Martin and what's going on with him and a few options is uh, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? I'm good. How are you doing? What's new with Renthal? Um, we're very, very busy. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really cool how crazy of a demand there is for our stuff in power sports right now. Um, obviously COVID has been a terrible thing. Um, yeah, a lot of people have been sick and it's a polarizing topic of course, but, uh, but yeah, for, as far as what has is happening in power sports, it's, it's pretty amazing. So, um, yeah, we have a, we have a big order book to fill and um yeah we're working as hard as we can over at the factory in england we're running a night shift trying to make it make product as fast as we can to get it to all uh, all our all our distributors and retailers and um and yeah just getting product to race teams has been pretty tricky because uh we're running low on a lot of stuff so yeah. um yes power sports is doing well rental's doing well um we're just very busy good that's a good problem to have for sure uh we wanted to do this Wanted to do this after uh, the first Orlando round when Jeremy Martin from Star Yamaha got hurt, but I couldn't quite nail down when he's racing again because technically if he were able to line up this weekend in Daytona, the chances are really slim and everything else, but the championship isn't totally gone if he could race this weekend. Well, I guess he's not going to race um, this weekend. He's maybe going to come back for Atlanta. So for sure... Uh, the championship is gone for him for 2021. And uh, but first, though, going rewinding a little bit into this, uh, Paul. So uh, myself, Wygant, JT. I mean, we all just said, look, Justin Cooper's coming off a um, an injury. He doesn't have much time on the bike. Uh, Jeremy Martin is primed. He is ready. He was flying at the test track. All of that, and he's the favorite for this championship. We all kind of thought that. And then you know what? At Orlando. For the opening round of the West Coast, uh, Justin Cooper was faster than Jay Martin in every single practice. He was faster by a second in overall uh, in the qualifying, and Cooper looked great. Now, there was some debate on Cooper's fitness or whatever. We never found the the battle out because of what happened to Jay Martin's injury. But I guess, first of all, did we all overrate Jeremy Martin coming into the season as far as being the favorite? Because Cooper was better than him all day. Um, I, I think yes and no. I mean, I was in agreement with you guys that I think he's the favorite, but I also was much higher, I think, on Justin Cooper than a lot of you guys were too. Like, yeah, granted, he did have some offseason injuries, but um, but man, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Justin Cooper. He's a he's such a good rider. I really admire how calm he is in the moment. Nothing really seems to rattle him. And I did know that he had, you know, a couple weeks on the bike. I heard his speed is fine at the test track and and I just, you know, the caliper guy he was, mm -hmm. he is. Um, I just didn't see him having much trouble, and I didn't think he would be anywhere off the podium. And he, you know, he rode very good at Orlando. He won, obviously. 
Um, but I, I mean, I, I, I was with you guys. I think, uh, you know, J-Mart is very seasoned. You know, he's got a lot of experience, comfortable on the motorcycle. Everything had been sounding and going great, you know, in the off season. And, and uh, you know, he was definitely a title favorite. Unfortunately, got landed on and, and now he has an injury. And, and we're going to talk about what that means for his future. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think, yeah, you just can't underestimate Cooper. He's, right. he's really good. I think, I mean, first of all, uh, this thing for J-Mart, Supercross for J-Mart just hasn't gone well. There, you know, last year he took a dive. He was out of it, though, basically, but he took a dive to stay down in the class. Um, he talked about this is his last year. He's going. He wants a 450 ride next year. One of the reasons he signed with Star was because they're going to have a 450 spot where Mitch Payton, who also wanted him, had no path to, to go to a 450 ride. So if you're J-Mart, Paul, do you do you kick this can further down the road and for 2022 you try to finally get this 250 Supercross championship or do you just move up, which is what he said he was going to do, and you're just like Adam Cirillo, where you're just like, screw it, I guess it's not meant to be? Um, I mean, me personally, my opinion is – I, I think in today's day and age with how the rules are right now, um, you know, the rules were changed as far as the pointing out rules a couple of years ago. And, and I think it lends itself to a older rider in the 250 class. Um, you can stay there longer. And to me, I think there is no point moving out of that class unless you're forced to move. Granted, there's a list of guys that have moved out of that class quickly. And mm-hmm. the ones that moved out of that quest, that class quickly are the gnarly ones like Villapoto, Stewart, Dungey, um, gnarly, gnarly guys have moved through that class quickly and it just doesn't work for other guys. And I think that's okay. Um, but I think, you know, me personally, if I was J-Mart, I think, yeah, you chalk it up to, Hey, another, a shit situation, some bad luck and just bide your time. Um, come back, try to, you know, race, try to win some races, but don't score 135 points. Um, so you can race the 250 class again next year. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, let some more seats open up, let some guys retire or some rides change. And, and I think his prospects would look a lot better for a 450 ride in 2023, uh, than they will in 2022. Um, he can still go and try to get an outdoor title, but I think, I think it's not, I think it's too early to say, Hey, I'm not going to win a supercross title and I need to go to the 450 class because you need to go to the 450 class in the best situation and team mm-hmm. that you can. And the best way to get that situation is to win titles. So but but maybe we're just not like kind of wrapping our heads around like Jeremy Martin's just he's not good at Supercross. You know, like we you know, obviously Styles Robertson landing on him isn't his fault. It doesn't mean he's not good at Supercross. So that point isn't really, you know, the reason why. But just is 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 it not gonna happen? It's not going to come together for Jeremy indoors at this point. I mean, is there a point where you just say it's not going to work. I'm, I'm, I can't do it. I, you know, he's he's uh, he's clearly the, one of the older guys in the class. He's got a great bike, and he still was second behind Justin Cooper and qualifying. Maybe he's just not going to get it done. So, do you just keep yeah. doing it? Yeah, and I, you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, I do. I do. Like all we all we ha- all we had to go on was burner laps, right? Like like J Mart is has plenty of speed. So does Cooper, but you don't pay points and win titles on doing one fast lap. So mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe J-Mart was going to be there in the end of the race. Right. Um, and I firmly believe if he stays down and races again, he will be a title contender next year. Like, yeah, he's had bad luck. Um, I think 
you know, in Supercross, staying out of trouble. And I think that's why I was higher on Justin Cooper's chances because he's such a good starter. I think it's important in Supercross to get good starts and stay out of the carnage a little bit. And um, Granted, J-Mart was pretty much in the front. It was honestly just a racing bad luck deal. Um, but no, I don't think you give up at this point. Like right. he's on, you know, arguably the best bike and the best team in the pits in the 250 class. I think they would be happy to have him there again in the 250 class. He would make good money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think financially and for his career, it would be a better move to stay down and just do it again. Like, yeah, shit happens, but just, it, you know, he'll be, he'll be fine. If he does do that, maybe the happiest guy might be Aaron Plessinger, whose deal is up and J Mart was, you know, basically saying, hey, there's going to have an open spot looking at AP's deal. So, you know, Aaron, I think the the jury's still out on whether he's done enough to stay there. He's had some good rides. But if that happens, you know, if J-Mart were to just win 250 Supercross, and then, you know, regardless of how he does outdoors, we know he's going to win races. And only an injury is going to stop him from having a very good season. He may not win it, but let's say he gets second or third or whatever. At worst case scenario, he'll, he'll get third, let's say. And then he'd be primed to go up to the 450 class with one 250 title and two 250 motocross titles and then, you know, a very good summer. Uh, but now, yeah, if he stays down, then AP might be the uh, be- biggest benefactor. Yeah, and I mean, really, I think that decision is going to come down to the brain power at start, right? Like, unless you're a two-title two guy, phenom, mm-hmm. you know, social media darling, um, it's really the teams that hold the cards, I think, in my opinion, so... Star is going to want to put the absolute best squad they can put on the track um, on both coasts in both classes. And if I were those guys, I'm looking in, at the points and, and everyone's eligibility and who's available. And, and they got to be thinking that they can go racing in 2022 with Craig, Nichols, J. Mart, Cooper, and probably Levi Kitchen. Um, and that's a pretty <laughs> gnarly lineup to go to yeah. go to go race with again, right? And that's and all those guys are eligible. Why, you know? I, and again, I think as much as all these guys want to move up and want to move that through that class quickly and get into the 450 class, because yeah, it's exciting. It's the premier class. Yeah. It's, it's a different bike. You have the opportunity to you know put your own gear deals together. A lot of a lot of what the 450 class is, is exciting for those riders, right? Because they can do all these personal deals and and they want to go to that class. But I think. Um, I mean, it's a rude awakening when you get into that class when you're not fully prepared, and I don't think there's anything wrong with staying in the 250 class a little longer. So if you're J-Mart and you just never get a 250 Supercross title, if things just continue to go wrong, you just that's that's it? That's, that's, that's fine? Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I think you're you're one of those guys that move out of the class without a title, which they're few and far between. I think Cole Seeley, Dean Wilson, Ryan Morris maybe. Um, uh, Emig. Emig, was a, Emig was the all-time leader in wins without a title before Dino. There yep. you go. So, I mean, yeah, the, like there, it's a small list of guys that, that point out without getting a title. But, um, you know, that's just that's just the way it is, man. I think uh, I'm sure he's really bummed out and discouraged. But um, all he can do now is heal himself up, come back, race, try to win some races, mm-hmm. you know, make make his build his stock up to get a new deal for next year and make right. sure he doesn't score 135 points. That's what I would do. See, for me, I, I totally get what you're saying, Paul, and I understand probably makes more sense that way but you know just like marty like it just wasn't meant to be for marty right and Mm -hmm. and and it didn't happen and he moved up and he had a great season last year and this year he's struggling a little bit but if i'm j mart and let's say the 450 ride is there star says you can have ap spot um he goes up you know 
we can both agree that he's going to be a championship contender this summer, right? I mean, that's uh, you yeah. know, Stevie yeah. Wonder could could agree with that one. Um, so title or not, outdoors, he moves up to four fifties. Now he's in the big boy class. He's not expected to win. He'll be a five to ten guy indoors. He'll be fast outdoors. He'll get to do his gear deal. He'll get a bump in pay because he's doing the whole season. Like financially, to me, a four fifty ride would be better for him unless he wins in 250s, which by now we know he isn't going to be a favorite. So do you just move up? I mean, I, I think I, the biggest argument I have with what you just said is is you started the whole thing with if. If if Star would give him Plessinger's spot, right. I, I don't know that that's going to happen. Sure, if, they, if they're going to give him that, then yeah, sure, move up. But if you're getting an opportunity to go to a factory 450 and you want to go to the 450 class and you're in his position, then yes, sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I don't know that that option is going to present itself. I well, just, he, he he's don't. told everybody I'm going to 450 next year. Now, who knows what kind of side deal Bobby Reagan has there, or if he's just saying that. I mean, the list of 250 riders that have told the media that they're going to 450s yeah. and then they don't is long. Yeah. You know, they just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they just say that. And I and I don't know anything about the situation. We're purely speculating here, right? I mean, it, it would be we should probably call Jeremy and get his opinion. Um, but uh, I mean, I would I would speculate that he's in the 250 Supercross class next year, and maybe he's in the 450 Motocross class next year, and then he goes, um, you know, four four fifty full time in right. in twenty three. Yeah, um, it's it's yeah, got to be you, yeah, it's got to be an absolute bummer for him. To, sure, absolutely, it, yeah. it is. But if you know, if you're any of these teams. You know, and even if, you know, if he's, at, I don't know. I just think that there's this this race winning potential guy that's el eligible to race a, a 250 in 2022. Mm -hmm. Like he's going to, he's going to be a hot commodity no matter what he's doing or, or if yeah. he steals up or, you know, PC would, will try to get him. Other people will try to get him. Like he's still going to, there's, you know, he's still, yeah. I still think he can do it. Yeah. I still think he can win a Supercross title. I do. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys all had him picked as the title favorite, and he just one little mistake by another rider. Now yeah. all of a sudden, he, he can't get it done. I'm not. I'm well, not just because I mean, look, Cooper was looking better than him all day long, so that's where I was kind of like, oh wait, Cooper looks at 100. percent Like Cooper, Jeremy yeah, come in. But... They come. Cooper and Jeremy come into the series both at 100. percent My pick is Justin Cooper. The only reason I went with J Mart was because I thought it would take Cooper some races to get up to speed because he'd really been off the bike for a while. So that was my yeah. only rationale. If they're both 100%, Justin Cooper has won more Supercrosses than Jeremy Martin already. You know, He already looks better in Supercross than Jeremy Martin ever did. He has? Are you sure he's won more Supercrosses than Jeremy Martin? I don't think that's true. Well, I'm going to check that out. Uh, Renthal.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please check out Renthal.com. Uh, again, 7 eighths bar, twin wall bar. Uh, Paul, before while I look this up, though, we just saw um, uh, some guys have been switching bars a little bit, Renthal guys, back and forth. Normal, the normal oh, man, kind of they, stuff. They switch all over the place, Steve. <laughs> it's it's some it's something different every week. It's we got Corolla using Fat Bar Thirty Six. We got Roman Febra going back and forth between Twin Wall and Fat Bar. Sexton's back on a normal Fat Bar now. Um, AC is back and forth between Twin Wall and Fat Bar. It's these, yeah. You, I, I can, I can barely keep track of it myself. <laughs> yeah, Cooper is actually. Um, I want to say he's only got two or three wins. Jeremy must have five. Jeremy's got four, I think. Okay, yeah, Cooper doesn't have. Huh, I thought he had more indoor wins than that. One or two. I'm I want seeing to say. two. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I still think Jeremy Martin or J Justin Cooper has been on the podium and been a better Supercross rider than Jeremy Martin to me. 
uh, okay. you know, over the years. So I, I would pick Cooper coming in if they were both 100%. Now, the only reason I didn't was because of the injury. But so, okay, so smash cut the next decision if you're J-Mart, if you're the team. And, Paul, you race at a high level, and you certainly uh, know a guy uh, that's had some injuries in Dean Wilson. Shoulders aren't the easiest thing. Once you have a shoulder injury, they tend to stick around. Do you just maybe wait for outdoors? Now, the, the person I talked to says that they, they may maybe come back for Atlanta for Jeremy, so maybe it's not that bad. But I don't know, man. Maybe there, maybe that is sort of a decision waiting to happen either, where you're just like, hey, man, you know, this title is done. We really want you for outdoors where we know he's going to win races. Um, what, what do you do? I think that really depends on the injury, right? I don't. I have no idea how severe it is, um, if it requires surgery, if it doesn't. No, um, no surgery from what I gather. Yeah, so, well, that's positive, right? And then I think, I mean, if, 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 if Atlanta is the talk already, then I think, yeah, I think you go and race Atlanta and you, and you race and you try to win some races. Um, you be a good teammate. And again, you don't score 135 points and you just stay ready for, for outdoors. Like granted, yeah, it's more dangerous racing and, and you're putting yourself in harm's way and you could, you know, you could compromise him for the outdoor title, but, mm-hmm. um, but they got Justin Cooper too, who's a goddamn good outdoor rider too. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that any, you know, sure there's, we've had heavy favorites for titles all the time and not all the time does it happen. Right. So like, that's why we go racing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think you can't play it that, that close to your vest and that safe. Um, if he's healthy and he's, right. and he can go ride and he can win, yep. go win some supercrosses, get more experience. I mean, I, I, and again, I think J Mart would have been, in in this title fight, especially going to tracks like oh Daytona he would no yeah he, races up he'd be in this fight one hundred percent. Yep, I think those like Jeremy's fitness would carry him there in the end. He'd be there. It's just again, I think he got Rental dot com Rental reaction. Paul Parabinos, uh, you're breaking up a little bit. You, you there? You back? I'm here. Okay. Um. All right. Well, that's it. Jeremy Martin. Okay. Once again, can't can't get it done this year for Supercross, and we have lots to talk about when it comes to uh, for next year for sure. So um, you got to feel for the guy. All the work, all the training, everything. First turn done. That's a tough blow for any racer. So yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, and, and and I think you know you and I we enjoy doing these things. We enjoy reacting to this stuff. A, a lot of it is is race stuff, which I think is news for for your race review pods. But if uh, anybody out there has anything that um, they want us to talk about or react to, please tweet Steve or I, and um, we'll try to try to get a reaction about it. Sounds good. Rentall.com. Uh, please check them out again. Uh, great products. You know the name. If you've ridden a bike and you're listening to this podcast and you've ridden a bike, chances are you use something Rentall. Something over the years. You had to have. Uh, that, that's how popular it is. That's how big it is. That's how good it is. So rentall.com for more information. Thanks, Paul. All right. Thanks, Steve. See ya.